he was someone who really loved Quanisha Johnson, that he was head over heels, was always telling his family about her, how lucky he was to be with her. And then his mother spoke. She had a really poignant victim impact statement where she explained to the judge her son is not the monster that he was painted as by the defense. You took his life and said bye. You showed no remorse for him. None. Not for me, not for my daughter, not for his kids. I can't believe that I feel sorry for you for a moment. But I didn't know all the facts. I didn't know everything. I have no remorse for you. I have no empathy because you had no remorse for my son and you showed no empathy for him. You deserve every single year they can give to you. This is No Tears for Black Girls, a true crime podcast with a purpose. Created by award-winning author John Reedberg, brought alive with stirring narration from Samantha Paul. And even though the jury did not hear the 911 tape of the previous domestic violence incident between Mr. Smith and another female, the court can consider uh, that along with the police report and disturbing photographs of abuse to your minor child by the victim in this case. Quanisha Nicole Johnson stood in the hallway of her DeKalb County, Georgia, home, trying to make the right decision. It was 8.07 p.m. on June 22, 2022, and the 30-year-old mother of four was in an impossible situation with multiple police officers outside her residence and DeMonte Smith, the father of her youngest child, on the other side of the door. In her hands, Quanisha held a metal tire iron, which she had picked up from the garage a few moments earlier. She felt the cool metal of the tool in her hands. Her knuckles were white from gripping it. Fear coursed through her veins and anguish creased her face as she pondered her next move. Outside, the noise of shouting officers echoed through the quiet suburban neighborhood. Quanisha had called the police earlier that evening to report a domestic dispute between her and DeMonte, but the fight had spiraled out of her control. The situation was leading to one person's death. Quanisha remembered the time before her breakup with DeMonte. Although the pair had never married, they had been together for nine years and shared a five-year-old daughter, Mazani. DeMonte had moved out of the house after their split, but the couple continued to jockey for custody of their daughter. A dispute arose when DeMonte arrived uninvited to Quanisha's house to pick up Mazani. What started as a verbal altercation had escalated, with DeMonte threatening Quanisha with violence. In fear for her safety, Quanisha had called the police and requested a restraining order, but DeMonte had fled the scene before they arrived. Quanisha's fear had only grown as the evening progressed. Around 8 p.m., DeMonte had returned, this time with two friends in tow. The men had hurried toward the front door, causing Quanisha to retreat into the hallway and grab the tire iron. Now, Quanisha faced a life-altering decision. Seconds counted for Quanisha with police shouting outside and DeMonte's friends at the door. Opening the door would lead to dire consequences she knew. But if she stayed inside, she feared that DeMonte and his friends might overpower the officers and hurt her or her children. Grief and despair overwhelmed Quanisha, and she felt trapped between a rock and a hard place. With hesitation, she opened the door to escape her situation. DeMonte and his friends were outside the door, along with the officers, and Quanisha saw DeMonte was brandishing a knife. In an instant, it replaced her fear with rage, 
and she lunged forward, swinging the tire iron at DeMonte's head. The officers moved to control the situation after DeMonte got hit with a tire iron and Quanisha fired a gunshot. DeMonte fell to the ground, injured, and the officers moved to restrain Quanisha. The police arrested Quanisha and charged her with aggravated assault, possession of a firearm, and reckless endangerment after a quick trial. On Tuesday, DeKalb County Superior Court Judge Shondiana Morris sentenced Quanisha to five years in prison, five years of home detention, and 10 years of probation for the 2022 slaying of DeMonte Smith. Quanisha's sentence raised the question, was justice served? Quanisha felt the sentence was too lenient for a life-threatening crime. However, others viewed it as a sign of progress, noting that Quanisha was defending herself from domestic violence. Quanisha Nicole Johnson's story highlights the need for better protection for domestic violence victims. For DeMonte's family, the tragedy of his death has left them heartbroken and searching for answers. To seek justice, they have worked with legal professionals to act against Quanisha in civil court. In their suit against Quanisha Nicole Johnson, they are seeking damages for pain and suffering because of the physical assault that caused the wrongful death of their beloved son and brother. The filing outlines three separate claims, negligence under Georgia law, intentional infliction of emotional distress, and battery causing injury resulting in death, all related to DeMonte's passing that fateful night. The complaint alleges that, if not for her negligent act on February 17th, 2022, failing to retreat or contact authorities, DeMonte would still be alive. It further alleges that she should have realized her actions could put him in danger since he had no weapons and was untarnished by any criminal history. The complaint presents extensive evidence, ranging from testimonies of first responders and hospital records about DeMonte's condition to reports of domestic violence Quanisha cited during interviews prior to trial proceedings. The Smith legal team is including medical reports that point to collective trauma inflicted on both characters, which changed the course of collective intentions and lead to a downward spiral that only ended when gunfire broke through a window. This greatly damaged both parties involved, and they are now rest in peace, entombed in the ground awaiting written granting of eternal liberty. If the case proceeds, and Quanisha Nicole Johnson is found guilty, the burden of DeMonte's medical bills, funeral expenses, and any further compensation the Smith family might demand would fall on her. However, if the jury does not find Quanisha liable, the Smith family will pursue additional legal action. They could sue local police or healthcare providers who did not help when DeMonte passed away. The plaintiff is adamant that a trial and its generated awareness may bring about justice in their case. However, they will consider any settlement that is suitable for both parties in order to agree that mirrors what was lost and restores balance. This story of pain must come to a close, so that it might echo through valleys, forests, and towns far away in search of peace and healing for those injured. Spoke to her for the first time, Ted, because even though she was sentenced to five years confinement, she is out on bond pending her appeal. So we got to see her walking out of the courthouse with her children, with her family. Uh, they've been upbeat when they go into the courtroom every day, but today was a different kind of relief, a different kind of happiness from those family members. And here's what she had to say about those who've been watching this trial and how she feels about everything that happened. I'm not looking at the rest of my life. 
This is the first case I've ever handled personally where it's actually happened. Uh, so you don't see it happen a lot, but you know, what Court TV knows and what your viewers know, what the judge knows, what the ju jurors did not know was that we were looking for a mi missing witness that was critical to our case. I don't know if that played into the judge's decision, uh, but the judge knows we were looking for a missing witness that was critical to our case and that the family of the decedent uh, in this case had been in touch with that missing witness, had talked to her, to her had spent time with her. Uh, and so the judge knows that. And I don't know if that played at any into her mind, but obviously that's going to be an issue that's going to be important for me to raise on my motion for new trial. Listen closely to this week's episode and beyond. Repost, like, follow, share, and spread the word about No Tears for Black Girls on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter.